1: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Blob Talk Radio. Life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between. You're in the right place today with a host of Change Already. Your future. Your choice. Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude.
0: Good afternoon. How's everyone feeling the day after the big day of the century? That would be 12-12-12. How many 12 is that? (laughs) I'm like, did I get it right? Let's see, 12, 12, 12. Yeah. I hope everyone took advantage of the highest vibrational day of the century that everybody's labeling it. And I'm a little still revved up from the energy. I know that sounds silly to some of you, but if you really jump in with your feet and your mind and turn everything off and just go with the source, and the excitement from the rest of the world you kind of get a bounce off that don't you even if you didn't agree with it or buy into the whole 12 12 12 business there was such electricity everywhere it was just kind of nice that everyone seemed to have a lifted day for the majority of you you know there were so many meetings floating out there from numerologists and feng shui masters and spiritual and religious teachers that all threw in their tense sense of pontification on on what all this was supposed to mean. And then, of course, you had the naysayers, which is what I've been talking about the last two weeks, which is the spiritual misanthropes, those people that No matter what you say, no matter how exciting or good something is going to be in life, they always have to poo-poo everything. (laughs) You know, like the story I talked about last week with uh, Dr. Seuss's famous tale from childhood, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. As we all know, it's about the main character in the story, Mr. Grinch, And how mean he was trying to attempt and steal everything associated with the celebration of Christmas from a small community. And even after many failed attempts, the guy still did not manage to squelch the holiday joy that this community and little kids had. I want you to go back and re-listen to that show. I liked it. I enjoyed doing it. And you can tell... (laughs) What is it about little kids' stories that even as an adult, it makes you feel good inside? You know, you get in touch with that inner child, I suppose. But you can find it at Change Already, Talk Blog Radio, or go to my Facebook page or my website, com. So yesterday, I was observing these spiritual misanthropes on the Internet, of course, where everybody was chatting away. And it was interesting how throughout the day they were sprinkled in between and it's like they were just trying to ruin the magic. It's like, okay, I get it. If you don't get it, you don't have to get it, but why do you have to ruin it for the rest of us? And the reality is that the misanthropes like that really don't have much standing in the world unless we pay attention to them in the world. And what was interesting about it was it was like their feeble attempt, but it was so nice, the excitement that this brought us all together was really nice to see that there were heartfelt exchanges yesterday throughout the whole world, whether it was Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, I don't know, Google, all those other things, they all seem to overpower these grinches and the characters that they said yesterday. In fact, I saw one posting, I don't even remember what it said, but nobody even said a word. Nobody liked it. Nobody commented on it. It was just kind of left left out there for yourself. And I was thinking and quietly and respectfully I was trying to take all this in and what people were saying. And realized that yesterday was a monumental event on so many levels for so many people. That morning I woke up with this message to do something totally different than what all the other spiritual advisors were telling us to do. You know, and the majority of the advisors, and I'm not saying all of them, of course not all of them, But a lot of them were telling you, as we always hear, to take full advantage and personally write down on a piece of paper, you know, your highest aspirations and what you want to do and what you want to create because this is gather up the energy and the vibration. I was going down that same path myself as a teacher. And then I woke up yesterday and I thought to myself, you know, that is For me personally, it's getting very nauseating. I cannot tell you how many times we've told other people and been told ourselves over and over again to write down what we personally want. And, you know, if you're over the age of 30, let's say, you probably have a clear idea by now of what you want out of life whether that's a better career, a soulmate, you want to go traveling, I would think by the age of 30, you've got a pretty set idea of where your goals and aspirations are. And maybe they haven't come to full fruition. That's a whole different thing. But, you know, at least most of us are on the path or working towards the path of what we want. So yesterday I was trying to get the the umph inside of me to do the whole manifestation for myself again and then I heard this message because I was so bored with doing my own thing I heard the message to go in a different direction and help others to promote their own causes and their own businesses and their own goals and aspirations yesterday. And I've told you a thousand times when I get these kind of messages, I run them through my typical intuitive sniff, like I get the message and my clue, and then I say to myself, is this message a good message? In other words, it's not telling me to do anything bad or evil to someone else. Is it a higher good for myself or others? And then I have to run it through my brain and pull it apart and analyze it to death. And then if it still makes sense on the other side, I make it happen. So I got this message that I should turn over my Facebook page and my Twitter account for the entire day. Don't write anything much about myself and let everyone else use my contacts and my people that I've acquired on my Twitter account and Facebook account and LinkedIn account and all those others to promote their stuff. You know, good people with good businesses and causes that are like mine that are trying to change the world. So I did that. Yesterday morning I posted a message on Twitter and my Facebook page and asked anyone that wanted to use my space, particularly, to promote whatever they wanted, their cause, their business. And then I would, in turn, swap it around and put it on my Twitter account. Well, things started popping really quick. Requests started coming in. And I thought to myself, I, I panicked a little bit. I'm like, what have I done You know, so many people you hear about taking advantage of other people's pages and they post these weird things and business opportunities that probably aren't totally up and up. And I was concerned that people are going to start abusing the privilege that I just handed out to the world. Well, to my amazement, it was the most, wonderful thing I have done for myself and everyone else for a a while. You know, there's things in life that you do that, you know, have good feelings, but I felt so wonderful yesterday. And when it started popping, I just started praying that the messages would work out and that everybody would stay on the up and up. I had to spend most of the day monitoring the page, and then I reposted to Twitter as soon as I could do it. There was not one bad message between the whole day. You could not believe the exquisite responses and the gratitude I received and everybody was so respectful. They were respectful and grateful for the chance to have a new audience with their personal callings. And even though I wasn't totally enthralled in making my own messages and commitments and all my goals and aspirations for 1212 yesterday, I had a sense of completion myself because I realized, like you've heard a million times, you feel so much better about your own causes when you're helping everyone else. It was really good because by the end of the day, I was able to take some quiet moments out and reflect on the day and configure my own wants and goals into what I had seen myself. It was nice to concentrate my efforts and things towards others. And last week, we started talking about living that philanthropic lifestyle Most people nowadays, they really associate it with giving money or tangible items like food to the homeless and coats and things like that. Now, I'm not saying that what I did yesterday was at equal par with them, but what I'm saying is for me, the philanthropic idea of giving hope and excitement and joy and the opportunity to move other people's businesses and causes alone, I got the kickback like you cannot imagine. I feel so grateful today that I could at least help a handful of people that I believe in can do their work unencumbered for a couple more days with a little bolt of general energy from twelve twelve. It was a really good experiment on cross marketing and helping each other, and people were so respectful. I really think that I'm going to do this again, you know my my publicist Delilah at imagine publicity I kind of drive her crazy because when I get these messages, I really don't have time to run' in front in front of her and ask her <laughs> her opinion. So yesterday, I just kind of posted it and ran with it. And, you know, uh, about 30 minutes in, she started seeing the different posts I was doing. In fact, I posted something on Imagine Publicity. And she's like, what are you doing? And, um, And once she started seeing the process and what was going on, I mean, there's beginning musicians on there. There's popular musicians, there's interior designers, there's resale shops, there's spiritual teachers of other kinds that are on there. And we were all cross-marketing yesterday. She saw the power. And we've done blogs for books, but I don't think we've ever done services and or causes. So I'm anxious to talk to Delilah after she got over the initial shock of what I had done and we'll track the success of the other businesses and causes and see if that gave them a boost for the day. And we may be doing this in the future. So I will keep you posted on a project like that, but I really liked it because it it gave me the opportunity. I get so tired of self-promoting myself all the time. I know everyone's supposed to do it and keep in the public eye, but, you know, sometimes it's just nice to take a step away from your own things and watch other people in their own success and grow to what they want, see the vision in their own mind. If you remember last week, I didn't give you the end of the story of Dr. Seuss and how the Grinch turned out at the end of the story in The Grinch Stole Christmas. After the break, I want to talk about that and see and communicate how it ended at the end of that story. We'll be right back with Change Already, Your Future, Your choice.
1: Looking for more? Welcome back. Here's your host, Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude.
0: Welcome back to Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice. I decided the way that it went so well yesterday, I decided that I was going to keep the offer on the table for the rest of this week. Excuse me. If you have something that you believe in or you have a business that you're working or you have a service or something that you believe has that spiritual value that stays in the theme of what we're always talking about week to week and what I write about in Beyond the Pews, please go ahead and contact me on Facebook or via Twitter at ChangeAlready or Jillian Moss Backman, and I'll take a quick review of it, and I, if I think that it's something that the rest of us would like to share and be a part of, I'll go ahead and repost that. So, be very sensitive to the thought that let's stay within it, and it's been respectful so far and I hope that we can keep that momentum going and I really want to set that up in the future, so we'll see how it goes through the rest of the week and then work from there, you know when spirit moves you to do those things, like the the uh, message that I got yesterday morning, you have to act on them and you have to be ready to, for the repercussions or the rewards at each end. And one of the things that I liked about the Grinch, Mr. Grinch that's so Christmas is he played his part as the antagonist, the antagonist spiritual misanthrope in the in the in the book excuse me in the book but i didn't give you the end on purpose because i wanted to talk specifically about the end of the book this week if you've read the story you know that the grinch had a spontaneous awakening he realized that even after he took all the holiday gifts and the symbols and all the things away from the children and the community of Whoville, for some reason, they didn't go to a place of hatred. They stayed in that zone of love and faith and honor towards the holiday they were acknowledging. And he decided himself, he got the Christmas bug, I guess, and he too opened his heart spontaneously to an awakening of the same kind of thing. He gave back the presents, he took back the Christmas tree, and he joined in in the celebration of the event of Christmas for the rest of the time. He ended up awakening to a knowing that was bigger than himself, a love for others, and a love for the holiday season. I don't have any understanding nor does anybody else why people become grinches why do they hate the holiday season why do they have a heart that's hard to open up to the love of holiday spirit you can't really tell maybe they have legitimate reasons maybe other people just hate the idea of other people being happy and joyful when they just can't get there themselves. When I was looking and discovering different things, I found a website that's called the International Association of Haters. Have we become a society that's more enthralled with becoming a part of the association of haters than a part of the association of Whoville, the happy ones? As we start into the Christmas season and the holiday season, for, we're going to have lots of parties, lots of gatherings, and we're all going to come against that Grinch again. But I want you to remember the story. He had an epiphany at some point. Even when he had broke down and taken everything, it's when he finally awakened to the spirit within himself. We all need to learn that even though as adults sometimes we've learned to miss the holiday spirit. The joy never leaves the heart and the soul within us. Even though they've chosen to be apart and separate than the group and chosen to be the Grinch in the story of The Grinch Stole Christmas. You never know what song or holiday gesture, or anything of kind words that's going to penetrate these hardcore barriers these people have put up around them. I think it becomes more obtrusive and obvious in our lives when we try to get into the holiday spirit every year, same time, same place, same people. The good thing about it is that it happens every time. Every year, the change, the people change, but the circumstances don't. The reality is that we're all going to come against these wrenches in the next couple weeks. The great thing I love about people is we're never quitters. Now, we either push too hard sometimes when we get around these kind of grunches, or we simply give up and let them live their miserable life in the corner and just try to mitigate the peripheral damages so it doesn't affect the mood of the rest of us. We always seem to go from one extreme to the other. The story of the Grinch at the end, I believe Dr. Seuss, was trying to give us and keep that human hope alive. The intention and integrity that we all have within us to keep that joy year to year. Try not to fall into that normal trappings that we all do. This year, I want you to step out of the normal holiday box. Think bigger. The energy of holiday spirit. It's called holiday spirit for a reason, people. We want to believe in the happy ending, like the story of the Grinch. We all want that to happen for everyone. We want Mr. Grinch to magically switch up to Mr. Grateful. And we keep trying to get to the exercise that will make it change. So here's a few suggestions I have as we go into the next couple weeks. I gave you some exercises last week. Now I want you to do this this week. This exercise is about using the energy. Like everyone used the energy of yesterday, I want you to continue to use the energy. We all have the ability to listen. And we all have the ability to have empathy towards others who don't understand the holiday spirit. Set up an environment of calmness. Let the sacred surroundings around you help get people in the mood for this energy that's coming in the next couple weeks. My colleague, Jill Angelo, she owns a business called Space of Grace. She encourages us all to look at what our surroundings and the good energy that's giving back to the people in it. That's the first suggestion. Now this next exercise is going to take a lot of practice and you got to really trust the process to pull it off. Before you go to meet with Mr. Grinch or whoever your misanthrope is this year, I want you to take a short time out before you go. You need to sit quietly somewhere. Now I have told you in the past about People, Each one of us have what's called heavenly overseers and they stay with us from birth to death. It's their job to hold the light at all times for us when we're busy doing our daily tasks. And if you're wise enough, you're able to tap into their energy or tap into their heavenly wisdom from the other side and use it when you need it. Most of us are so wrapped up in what we're doing, we miss the opportunity because we're like little kids in our heads or grown adults and we say we can handle this ourselves. Well, if we're handling it ourselves so well, why does it keep continuing to be the pattern that we have every year? Sometimes we're so intent on overtaking our antagonist that we forget we have assistance from the other side. These overseers, even the Grinch and the antagonist in your play, has these overseers that come with them. Before you go, ask that you become the conduit of change for these overseers and yourself for the upcoming meeting. Ask that they give you the words and the courage to speak the words and truth and that it comes from a place without any filters. Now, the words are going to be funneled directly from your overseers rather than your own words. Because sometimes, haven't you been in a situation where you say the dumb old things over and over and over again? It's like a big pattern We've spoken it a million times, but we never seem to get anything past that. Once you've agreed on your side to help the, have the overseas help you, then you have to do a couple things. When you meet face to face with your spiritual misanthrope, you want to take a quiet moment, center yourself, and say a quick prayer or a meditation. Be quiet for at least one minute. Then you ask for the intervention on your behalf on both sides. And here's where the hard part, part comes in. you got to trust what's going to come out of your mouth next. The challenge here is you never know what's going to happen. You've eliminated all the filters. So don't be surprised if something comes out of nowhere that you had no idea what you're going to say or how it's going to be perceived there's a rhythm to this kind of conversation it's not like anything you've had before there's now a synchronized energy between the two of you and you need to work back and forth and surrender the control and let the words flow as they will with no exceptions you have to be able to achieve what you want out of the deal, which is surrender and change. The goal is resolution, and it may not look like you thought it would look like before you had it. Remember, with a spontaneous change and his open heart, let it simmer And step back away from each other and see what happens this time. Shock will probably set in for both of you, so don't backpedal on what you said. If you did the prep work and you trust the process, the right things were said that will break the pattern, break the stalemate, and even years of built-up resentment. Don't walk away and stay put, and do whatever your gut tells you to do next. Don't rescue yourself or each other. Let this new energy from the overseers and yourself do the work. Once you are able to learn how to do this, you can apply this exercise all year round. But this is a perfect time to try this special holiday exercise because as in the sto- excuse me as in the story of the grinch stole christmas you never know what spirit has in store you never know when little miracles will might find its way into those spiritual misanthropes in your life once you can learn how to do this it's a way of life you use it and you can continue to use it and incorporate it forever next week i want to continue on this holiday path and go into a next place of angels. so remember between now and then change doesn't have to be difficult but it is necessary to grow
1: thanks for joining jillian today don't miss her famous at home personal enrichment lessons You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before. Just like Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. So change already. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law, 18 plus, edition conditions apply. website for details.